this is Mike Dilt with the Relax Back UK show on UK Health Radio, your global real feel-good radio station. On the Relax Back UK show we explore all kinds of health topics, so keep listening and enjoy the ride. Hi, and thank you for joining me, Mike Dilk, on the Relax Back UK show. Prevention is better than cure. It's true in all walks of life, and it's certainly true in health. Today I chat with Mark Hall. He's head of primary care at Nuffield Health. And he says lots of people are being encouraged to get more active by their doctors, their GP, their physio, or whatever. And gyms are really finding that their their customers are more more health-oriented. What we are finding is is practitioners and healthcare professionals are really pushing exercise and fitness and well-being as a preventative uh, medical uh, way of uh, preventing illness. So the message is gyms aren't full of muscle-bound grunters that um, kind of make awful noises and lift enormous weights, but lots of regular people just trying to keep a bit healthier. Nothing against the muscle-bound grunters, by the way, but you guys generally are a bit of a minority, I think. He also talks about something very close to my heart, literally close to my heart. Lots of people may have high blood pressure and not know about it. I found out pretty much by accident, and since then I've been able to do something about it. Those with high blood pressure on the appropriate program that you know is, is a mix between those medications and health and well-being um, activities can lower the, the blood pressure. Mark talks about ways to get help with that, but the message is get checked out any way you can. Your GP, your gym, at the pharmacist, whatever it is, do get checked to make sure your blood pressure isn't too high or too low for that matter. So please do join us for a great show. Thank you. that makes you feel good. Apples and pears, beef and skittles, cider with rosy, common or garden, ant and deck, fish and chips, mum and dad. UK Health Radio and Health Triangle magazine. Each is good by itself, but enjoying both is always better. Add Health Triangle magazine to your monthly health regime. Check it out at ukhealthradio.com. A cancer diagnosis can be scary and stressful for everyone involved. Hello Love is a contemporary living space and well-being center in central London where anyone can come and learn about illness prevention and non-toxic practice. Inside, you will find a vegan restaurant, juice bar, and holistic dojo that encourage lifestyle changes to help heal mind, body, and spirit connection. Cancer patients are offered free sessions. To find out more, please visit us at hellolove.org. UK Health Radio, the station that makes you feel good. So Mark Hall is head of primary care at Nuffield Health. We spoke about how gyms in general can help people still stay healthier. 
and also specifically be about Nuffield Health and the range of services they can offer. So I started off by asking, as head of primary care, how do you help Nuffield users? Yeah, no, thank you, Mike. Um, and and um, hello, everybody. Um, I guess we'll start off by setting the scene about who Nuffield Health are as, a, as a, an organisation. Um, and most people will know Nuffield Health either, either as a, a chain of gym operators um, or a hospital, um, depending on the location of your listeners. But, I must admit, uh, when I first think of Nuffield, I think of a gym. Yes, yeah, and and it will be depending on where you are and what your sort of local facility, what your local Nuffield facility is closest to you. But we're actually the uh, UK's largest healthcare charity, so our um, aim is to build a healthier nation for the UK, and that is presenting um, a source of information, um, healthcare, fitness, and well-being to everybody across the UK. Um, so we've got 100 and well over over 115 uh, gyms across the UK and 37 hospitals. Um, in addition to that, we operate our health services across around 125 corporate um, organisations around the UK, um, and we also deliver a number of free programmes for health and wellbeing across our gyms as well. So to try and really um, maximise um, people who use our service. And as a result of that, we don't call our people who use our service members or patients. We, we sort of um, categorise them as beneficiaries because what we want to do is um, allow everybody to benefit from our service, whether they are trying to prevent ill health, trying to recover from health, or indeed try and improve their general well-being. Okay. So one thing you mentioned there, 120, you're in 125 corporates so what are, the, are those kind of private gyms in businesses or a little more than that yeah a little of a completely sort of um a diversity really so organizations will commission nuffield health to deliver on-site um well-being services to their employees sometimes it's an on-site gym um that is uh, managed by Nuffield Health, or sometimes it's a, a complete um, medical and health suite consisting of a GP, physiotherapist, personal trainers, mental health practitioners, really providing a bit of a 360 service to um, their employees. Okay, and presumably that's for businesses that want to keep their staff healthy, because it's much better for them if their staff are healthy, because they're more likely to turn up for work. Yeah, ex exactly. I mean, organisations now um, are really investing in the health and well-being of their employees. Um, not only is it a benefit and a perk that's being um, um, that is often um, popular for people seeking work, but also it provides um, a benefit to their work. Um, you know, improved productivity, improved sense of loyalty if organisations do provide uh, uh, health and wellbeing services on-site or indeed virtual for employees. Okay, all right. Another thing you mentioned, which I was kind of uh, interested to pick up on, 37 hospitals. Okay, so I, I had no idea that there were 37 Nuffield hospitals. So that's in the UK, that's, that's not worldwide. This is UK we're talking here. That's right, that's, that's UK. So um, as far as sort of south as uh, Brighton on the south coast, we've got a hospital um, and, and right up um, into Edinburgh, we've got uh, another hospital. So yeah, all around the UK, we've got those 37 hospitals. And then between all of those places as well, we've got those 117 fitness and wellbeing gyms as well, yeah. 
Yeah. All right. Just the, about the hospitals. For a patient to end up in one of those hospitals, will they have had private health insurance, or are they sometimes a bit of an overload, over, overflow from the NHS? How does that work? What sort of people yeah. go to them? Yeah, a bit a, a, a wide variety, um, really. So uh, private medical insurance, which is where individuals, you know, maintain a private healthcare scheme, either through self-funding or through their organisation. Um, we deliver a lot of services on behalf of the private medical insurance uh, companies. Um, we have self-payers, so we have individuals who will self-pay to have their um, operations at a private hospital, which is very prevalent at the moment, actually, Mike, because of the post-pandemic, post-lockdown uh, pressures on the NHS for elective surgery, hips, knees, shoulder um, replacement surgeries, for example. So a lot of private organisations are supporting the NHS, either through commission services or through patients and beneficiaries paying for themselves. Okay. All right. Let's move on to something that I kind of know a bit more about because thankfully I haven't had to spend much time in hospitals generally I'm, I'm relatively fit I'm not exactly a great gym goer but I have set foot in a gym um, and that's just kind of as I said at the start when I think of Nuffield I've, I've, I sort of think of gyms but now I've been put right a little bit when most people go to your gyms do you think they're looking to sort of get fit generally or looking to help with a sort of a specific health concern you know might have they been to see their doctor and or and the doctor said look Al, you need to get down the gym to you know sort a particular issue out what what is is there a general sort of thing people are looking to do yeah so that's a really good question i mean historically i would suggest that individuals have aim to improve their health and well-being by joining a gym for some type of specific outcome whether that outcome was to feel better about themselves whether it was to dross, uh, drop a dress size lose weight um, join you know socialize as part of being in a gym there was always a some sort of goal or outcome um, whereas what we are finding is is practitioners and healthcare professionals are really pushing exercise and fitness and well-being as a preventative uh, medical uh, way of uh, preventing illness. So when individuals do go and see their GP or, or maybe a physio or any other type of healthcare uh, practitioner, they should be promoting fitness and well-being, exercise, um, gentle um, you know, gym activity, for example, for a wide range of um, poor illnesses. Um, so I think I think habits are changing somewhat, actually, Mike. So historically, I think it was the the former that people wanted to go there to achieve something. Where right. you know now, I think people are going to join gyms to feel better around themselves and to um, improve their sense of well being because we do know. You know, um, lots of people will ask doctors and then GPs, you know, is there a magic pill that we can take? And there is that magic pill. That magic pill is actually being more active, partaking in more physical activity. And sure. uh, so. Well, ex exercise can help with a lot of things. And that, actually, I, I have to admit that that question was slightly selfish because, you know, I, I suffer from high blood pressure and I, I kind of found out by accident, actually, um, which was probably a good thing. So now I, I do take medication for high blood pressure and I do try and do a, a bit more exercise and eat a little more sensibly, drink a bit less alcohol, all that. But if I sort of went to Nuffield and said, right, 
here's the problem. My blood pressure is this. I'm a bit worried about it. Um, would I be sort of taken through a system or would I just be sort of signed up to join the DRIM and then sort of pushed in the direction of the uh, various uh, uh, machines and exercise devices and told to get on with it? Sort of what's available for someone who's, you know, a, frankly, a bit concerned about an aspect of their health? Yeah, no. And, uh, you know, and, and as far as an intervention, one size never fits all. So for individuals diagnosed with, you know, lifestyle diseases, illnesses, um, you know, such as high blood pressure, diabetes, etc., then it is looking at the individual as a holistic um, but individual basis. So, um, you know, medicines prescribed by uh, doctors, GPs are, are, are the right thing to do, um, depending on your condition. But in addition to that, um, we should be looking at really promoting health and well-being, exercise and activity. So if we take uh, somebody, a beneficiary back to their journey, they might be as you said, they, they might not even know they've got a, a condition like that. Um, and that's where things like health assessments or health MOTs, for example, are beneficial because uh, individuals don't necessarily know they've got blood pressure. They might be suffering from symptoms they don't realise is associated with blood pressure. So a general health check, whether that is a health check at a gym or fitness or wellbeing, whether that is a, a paid for um, full-blown health assessment where you have your bloods checked, your blood pressure checked, your cholesterol, etc., um, all, all monitored, um, or whether you just go into your GP as part of an annual health check um, that, you know, the over 40s should be doing anyway, and then recon recognise and you have got a long-term condition that can be managed through, you know, lifestyle changes, diet, nutrition, fitness and well-being activities, as well as medication. So, um, at Nuffield Health, we're um, just in the new year as part of um, our, you know, January restart for individuals who often join the gym after a period of, um, you know, less activity. We are launching a new service called um, Personal Best. And Personal Best is exactly focused on you as an individual. Is it uh, to prevent disease? Is it about, um, you know, wanting to in, uh, achieve a goal? Is it about improving your um, general well, you know, well-being and, and poor health, for example. And as part and parcel of that, we will do be doing things like basic health check of checking your blood pressure, etc. Um, because individuals don't recognise it um, that they might be suffering from conditions, but it is preventable. You know, in those with you know good blood pressure, uh, maintaining that good blood pressure um, can be done by exercise. But those with high blood pressure on the appropriate program that you know is is a mix between those medications and health and wellbeing um, activities can lower the, the blood pressure. Right, so you, you, you've got GPs on, on site very often as well? We, we do, so across around um, around 60 of our fitness and wellbeing sites, we have um, what we call um, medical centres, um, and those medical centres are form part of our primary care service. So right at the beginning of the, um, this sort of um, Q&A, you, you mentioned about my role and what I do. Um, and in healthcare, you have something called primary care, which is a frontline service of healthcare, and secondary care, which is um, um, hospital. So across half of our fitness and wellbeing sites, we have medical centres that is our primary care service. Part and parcel of that, we have frontline practitioners, physios, emotional wellbeing therapists, physiologists. 
And no GPs are available to undertake those health checks, health assessments I talked about earlier. Um, and then we are really trying to push um, accessibility, healthcare out to our members so they can access private services um, right. by Nuffield Health. I suppose what I'm getting at is if I went along or a member went along for one of these health checks, which is, I guess, is from a from a GP uh, and they, you know, and this throws up a problem. Would I then be um, moved to the most appropriate sort of exercise? Because if I, I mean, my, my blood pressure is kind of under control. But if it was really alarmingly high and I suddenly went and did a really difficult spin class, you know, that might not be the best course of action. No, um, no, I, 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 I should be, I should be, it should be suggested I go to the, you know, the correct sort of exercise class. Yeah, yeah, absolutely that. And, and you know, it's about, um, it's never about going from zero to become a fitness hero, you know, overnight and quickly. And nobody would advocate that, um, particularly if they're diagnosing or, or picking up some early lifestyle uh, illnesses, uh, for example. So your the duty of care of your GP, so your NHS GP is always your your, your kind of personal GP. So our GPs may indeed um, flag something and they will always write to your NHS GP because they've got the central duty of care. However, uh, what our GPs will be doing is recommending um, activities um, that uh, as a patient, as a beneficiary, you can access. And one of our aims, um, as I said at the beginning of the, the call, is to build a healthier nation. What we want to do is deliver that through connected connected health. And that means that whether you are seeing a qualified um, doctor, you know, a, a GP, a physio, health assessment, uh, physiologist, or an emotional well-being therapist, what we want to do is go, okay, well, you know, um, you, I'm going to look after you for this element of it, but let's refer you to a colleague on the gym floor that can take you through some very gentle um, cardiovascular activities, you know, gentle cycling, uh, a run on the treadmill, some walking, uphill walking that might uh, benefit. And then we can check up on you um, after you've been doing that activity. Um, as far as personal trainers on the gym floor, we've got a plethora of gym um physical PT trainers, as we call them, PTs. Some of them are actually sort of qualified at delivering sort of rehabilitation for long-term conditions, whether that's things like back pain, uh, cancer, cardiac disease, um, COVID um, as another one as well. So we really are trying to provide our PTs that would normally work in traditional gyms with that health and well-being background as well, supported by yeah. qualified staff. Yeah, that's interesting. So, have you got a, a special program for long COVID? Because you know a lot of people are suffering with that at the minute. Yeah, we 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 have. I mean, the the, the data at the moment is showing that sort of you know over two. Oh, well, I think it's now three million um, with ongoing um, COVID symptoms. Whether that is formally diagnosed as long COVID. Um, or, you know, part of those symptoms, shortness of breath, fatigue, anxiety as well. Um, and as part of our response to COVID, um, we developed that uh, flagship programme, as we call it. Our flagship programmes are rehab and healthcare programmes that are free for our beneficiaries at zero cost. And we often develop those programmes based on a, short net, short, uh, a shortness of accessible services out there in the community, being rehabilitation. There's a real shortage of community rehab out in the UK at the moment, and it is indeed a postcode lottery. So based on where you are, will determine what type of rehabilitation you get. So during COVID, 
um, early on around <laughs> take away, take our thoughts back to sort of um, April, May 2020, we recognise that um, there would be a long term impact to the health of the nation as a result of COVID. So a project team came together to form a programme and um, design a long term um, or a 12 week programme to focus on long term effects of COVID-19. Um, developed jointly by a multidisciplinary team within Nuffield Health, but also some experts from outside of Nuffield as well, local universities, etc. So it's a multidisciplinary service um, supported by physiotherapists and developed and delivered by our rehabilitation specialists out in our fitness and wellbeing yeah, gym. Good. I mean, that, that sounds like it could be very useful, potentially help a lot of people. Well, one thing that I've I've really noticed if I'm doing any exercise programme, or what have you to kind of keep me engaged there has to be some some i don't know some sort of level of maybe community spirit or being part of a club this kind of thing it just makes the whole thing a lot easier and also i think it can be uh, very beneficial for kind of uh, emotional well-being as well you know if i don't know if there's if there's there's a club that does running every something or other night and you know you know you're going to meet some like-minded people and you go do your exercise and you know have a bit of a chat as well does Nuffield kind of work at trying to promote a, a kind of a community spirit to essentially to keep people coming back because um you know sometimes it's just a lot more than exercise it's that uh, it, it kind of helps lots of our needs if you like yeah, no, absolutely, Mike. And as human beings, we are social beings. You know, we we part of parcel of our our genetic makeup is that we like being around people and we like socialising. Um, and that's why during lockdown, you know, loneliness became a real issue for for some um, because we're not used to being alone. We like to speak to people, we like to meet people, we like to socialise with people. And health and wellbeing is is no different to that. If I focus on our primary gyms, our, um, our group exercise, so our um, cycling <coughs> activity within the gyms, our group exercise are one of our most popular um, types of activity that, that is found in our gyms. Whether that is a, a bit of competition between those partaking in some of that uh, activity, or whether that is indeed combining fitness and well-being with that of being in a group. Um, Secondly, the flagship programs I talked about, you know, we have got that COVID-19 program. We've just launched a cardiac hearts and minds rehabilitation program as well. And we've got a program that's designed for those with long-term joint, hip, knee, uh, back conditions, for example. And what we find... I suppose it's good to know it's just you're not alone. If nothing, yeah. you know, if you're going there because you've got bad back pain and come across a few others that do as well. <laughs> exactly that and and what we often find in in listening to our beneficiaries who's, who's accessed that service um i just had one land on my inbox uh, just yesterday afternoon actually from from a beneficiary from a, a participant who'd completed a program and number one uh, feedback we get is you know thank you thank you for providing this service to us but the second most common sort of comment on that feedback is thank you for introducing me to people who are struggling or had struggled in the same way I am um so having that sense of belonging of part and parcel of a cohort of individuals is extremely positive um so yeah across our main activities in our fitness well-being and our flagship programs it's got a social element to it 
um, it's 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 absolutely vital. Hundred um, percent. And do you? This is possibly a bit of a silly question. I don't know. I'll ask it anyway. Who who is kind of more social uh, and sociable within the the Nuffield environments? You know, is it men or women, or or can you not tell the difference? Do they both sort of go for community type reasons? Yeah, I, I think there's an absolute mix. Actually, to be honest, I don't, I don't think we could categorize whether it's um the the males or females um who, who use our services whether they go for um more sort of social interaction as such um i mean we've got quite a, a split um across um our, our male and female um, members and and uh, individuals who use our service um what we do know though and and, and this is quite a good Good kind of um, opportunity to to reference uh, men's health and and um, you know individuals who are struggling from conditions that are um, are men. Um, we do know that they um, do struggle to kind of speak up about their health and well being. So one of my asks um, for everyone I speak to is you know if you are part of a group of lads or group group of men. You know, you might ask about their work, you might ask around their family, you know, what car they're driving at the moment. But what they don't do is ask around that kind of sense of health and well-being as well. Um, so if I could push, you know, any any listeners um, that are part of a group of lads is, is, is just, you know, always have a think about their friends, um, you know, mental health, physical health, and do ask for them their, their sort of um, how are they feeling and then, listen to that what they say and then ask again um because often people are very quick to say yeah i'm okay um but just ask them again after they've answered you um so yeah to your question around you know social interaction um is it men or women um no real difference but yeah using that opportunity is a bit of a plug really around men's health there mike okay yeah i think that's probably a very good idea yeah if you if you know just ask your, your your male friends how they are not once but twice all right good yeah that's uh we'll, we'll take that on board let me just uh, ask one other thing which i've really noticed creeping into kind of the the exercise world i mean it's been coming in for a while but just recently it's kind of at a full gallop and that is kind of technology in the world of exercise now i mean you used to be able to just go for a jog stick on a pair of shoes and go for a nice little jog around the block and all was fine it seems you can't do that anymore um and sometimes i think you know is, the, is all this stuff really necessary i mean don't get me wrong i i love all the technology stuff and i've, I've got a running watch and i you know and i do look at it but do you think sometimes we just get a bit you know distracted because we should just do a bit of exercise we don't really need to know everything about our body the heart rate and how far we've gone and everything do we just overanalyze ourselves sometimes yeah I, I mean look as as um human beings uh we are not evolving um anywhere as fast as technology is evolving so as human <laughs> beings we are always trying to keep up with technology and that can actually play a bit of a negative you know it does have a negative effect on our health and well-being technology as a whole um you know always on culture we've always got our phones beside us the news is on 24 7 that doesn't always promote you know the best news that is positive for our mental health but generally speaking i am an advocate for digital health and how it can 
improve things. So as an individual, if actually you struggle with that concept of being monitored or you struggle with that concept of um, comparing last week to this week, then, then, my, then my suggestion is you step away from that and you do go on your run or you go to the gym or you go, you do your walk um, without that technology. However, what I would say is technology can help um, track and monitor how we're doing. Um, you know, there's, there's technology out there at the moment that is detecting, you know, temperature. It's detecting um, heart um, um, uh, heartbeat act, uh, activity and whether there's any early signs to disease, for example. So what we wouldn't want to do is promote digital uh, technologies to the, you know, the worried well, those are, you know, um, would look into it deeply and start to think that there's anything wrong with their health and well-being because they you know, can become slightly obsessed with that digital reading, for example. But generally speaking, if it can motivate you, if it does help you progress and improve, then I'm actually all up for it. Um, you know, without technology, uh, we wouldn't have had some of the, you know, the um, services that we've got, you know, uh, exercise in the living room on the on your smartphone or using you know online videos for example that is you know low level technology that has enabled people to um, become active at home during lockdown and after lockdown um, but also basic you know very basic sort of step count um, watches for example um, I do know people without that would put, you know, wouldn't go for that extra walk at lunchtime or wouldn't go for a walk after work because they haven't hit the 10,000 steps. So if that little device on your wrist is promoting a little bit more activity, I'm actually all up for it. Yeah, I, I guess horses for courses. Yeah, as you say, it doesn't necessarily um, work for everyone. Okay, but does, does, does Nuffield take it on board? You know, in some gyms, I know you get kind of leaderboards at the front of the exercise group and all this kind of thing and sometimes it's leaderboards across gyms across the country and all that kind of thing do you get does Nuffield get involved with that um less so around the leaderboard um because it's all around um you know you as a person hence the the new service we're providing in january for our gym members is is personal best so it's all about you delivering your best for you personally um, so all of the majority of our machines actually in our gyms um, have got um, links <clears throat> to an app. So you, if you wanted to, you could download the Nuffield Health app that allows you to track and trace um, how you are doing as far as progress uh, from a mileage perspective on a treadmill or cycle or how many weights you're lifting this week compared to next week. So again, if you want that technology, you can track it um what we don't advocate though is you know competition between members unless members actually call out and say that's what we want and then people want to sign up for it but really it's about trying to better yourself trying to maintain your fitness and well-being yourself so yeah there are facilities out there that we ad adopt that we have got that members can use um but it's really mainly around bettering yourself uh, and becoming your, the personal best of yourself okay Okay. Now, Mark, if people are listening to this and maybe now or possibly in the new year, they want to start or maybe to rediscover exercise, uh, get involved in this personal best program you mentioned, uh, what should they do? Who should they contact? Yeah, great, great stuff. I mean, I mean, the first and foremost, you know, the, you, 
we've got to recognize that we're all on a spectrum we're you know there's there's some brilliant activities out there that allows people to to go from you know couch to 5k you know there's a well-known app out there that can allow people to do that but there might be some people that really want to bet themselves on that uh further you know the, the the sort of more um the right side of the spectrum where they are you know, gym goers and they want to improve themselves. So there is something for everyone. From a, a Nuffield Health perspective, you know, online on our website, there's a wide uh, variety of resources available, whether that is some online, basic online activities, exercise classes that they, they can do, or advice articles around illness and disease. Um, that, you know, the first point of call from a Nuffield perspective would be, you know, our website, which you can access just via any search engine. And there'll be some resources out there available for both fitness, health and well-being. Excellent. All right. Look, Mark, thank you very much indeed for chatting. Interesting to know kind of the whole of what Nuffield, Nuffield gets up to. So, uh, so many thanks for your time. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate it. The station that makes you feel good. A cancer diagnosis can be scary and stressful for everyone involved. Hello Love is a contemporary living space and well-being center in central London where anyone can come and learn about illness prevention and non-toxic practice. Inside, you will find a vegan restaurant juice bar and holistic dojo that encourage lifestyle changes to help heal mind, body, and spirit connection. Cancer patients are offered free sessions. To find out more, please visit us at hellolove.org. A for horses, B for mutton, Seymour Cheeks, dig for victory, E UK Health Radio and Health Triangle Magazine. Each is good by itself, but enjoying both Lauren is always Mark. better. Marks and Spencer. Add Health Triangle magazine to your monthly health Mother regime. Dad. Check it out at UKHealthRadio.com. T for two. UK Health Radio. The station that makes you feel good. want to state again the importance of getting your blood pressure checked if you can i found mine was high and i'm kind of active well reasonably active um maybe a bit overweight maybe drinking a little bit too much wine but i felt absolutely fine and i was at a, an exhibition and there was a machine one of these machines that takes your weight and does your blood pressure that sort of thing and i had a moment or two to spare so i jumped on the machine and the guy at the stand told me that actually your blood pressure is alarmingly high and you need to get it checked out. Go and see your GP, something like that. So it really was a lucky accident. I went to go and see the GP. I got some medication and um, changed my lifestyle uh, somewhat. I started to eat a little more healthier, try and drink a little bit less, do a bit more exercise. So, and But the point is, I just kind of found out by accident. So if you can, get your blood pressure checked. It really could be... A very useful thing to do so anyway many thanks to mark hall head of primary care at nuffield health for being a guest on this week's show and of course thank you to you for listening that was the relaxed back uk show with me mike dill thank you for listening and please do join us again next time